This is pro strongman Lawrence the Warrior Shahley, 10 times world's strongest man competitor and Europe's strongest man 2016. You are listening to Powerhouse Action Sports. All right, welcome back. Here we are with uh, three-time world's strongest man competitor, Brian Benzel. What's going on, Brian? Not much. How are you doing today? Uh, not too bad. Just hanging out. Appreciate you showing up on my show here. Yeah, appreciate having me. All right. So uh, let's tell my subscribers, do you play any sports growing up? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, growing up, I mostly just played football, um, threw a little shot, discus and track. Um, I was on on the football team in Nebraska for two years. Um never played uh, it was uh one of those things that kind of a lot goes into it but just ended up not being the juice wasn't worth the squeeze at that point um one thing i don't think most people realize is that if you walk on at a division one football program and you have any scholarship money at all they either have to consider you a scholarship athlete or you have to give up all your scholarship money and pay your own way um, and it wasn't really worth it to me to give up <laughs> any sort of financial help I had just to you know possibly get a couple minutes playing time so um, but after that I kind of uh, got more into training just just more not really even training just like lifting uh, getting the gym more often um, and then like kind of long story short, how I got into strongman is the uh, guy that's a buddy of mine now still to this day lived next to me in the dorms my freshman year of college, and I was a pretty high level amateur strongman competitor. And I didn't really even know that amateur strongman existed at that point. I knew, you know, I'd watched like World Strongest Man and everything like that. Um, he kind of introduced me to it, and then after I graduated college decided I wanted to try out some powerlifting and train for that for a little while um, and then changed my mind and decided I wanted to maybe try strongman so I got a hold of him went and trained with him one day and uh, was hooked and kind of just went from there nice nice I read somewhere before you said your dad was a powerlifter correct yeah so I, I've been around the gym my whole life my dad my dad, he still actually trains, um, and he actually does. He he trains and he competes uh, in strongman now. So kind of, kind of once I got got more into it, um, he was seeing that, training with me a little bit, um, and he actually builds some equipment for me. So if I if I need something that's one off or don't have or something whatever like that, a lot of times he'll build it for me, and then he'll, so he'll end up building me something, and then he'll build it for himself and the gym that he trains at. Um, yeah, he's uh, he powerlifted for I don't know twenty plus years. But he's one of those one of those guys that been to the gym three times a week every week since he was in his twenties and hasn't slowed down. So um, yeah, I've been around the gym my whole life. It was I never I was one of those kids growing up that never took it as serious as I wish I did now and got into it more seriously later on. Um, but it, it it wasn't something new to me at all, no. Right, right. You might as well give your dad a shout out. What's his name? Uh, Trent Benzel. Trent Benzel. All right, yeah. all right. 
So when you uh, started doing amateur, or you were introduced to it. What year was that? Around 2011. Uh, it was the end of end of 2010. Is the first time I went and trained. Uh, the first time I competed was uh, February 2011. Okay. And then that was. Uh... And in August of 11, was that when you dropped the Atlas Stone on your foot? Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I competed a few times that year, and then I, I kind of had plans to go to um, the Nationals and compete in the 265 weight class. Um, and I did, it was, I think it was the first year Brian Shaw put on a contest and uh, went did his contest. It was hot as shit um, in <laughs> August. Uh, so we were outside all day. It was super hot, and then there was, I think it was, I think it was the fourth event. There's five events that there was a, you know, at that point a relatively heavy uh, farmers and frame medley, and um, so it was two sets of farmers down, one set down, one set back, and then a frame, um, and uh, pretty much everybody tore a bunch of calluses. I tore every single callus on both hands, about an inch wide strip down both my hands. Uh, so kind of got that cleaned up and then stones was next and it was, uh, the way they set up the stones, it was kind of like, uh, a Trump stone set up. So you could choose whatever weight you wanted to start at, um, and, and do it for reps, any number of reps at a higher weight, be any number of reps at a lower weight. Uh, and I, I knew I'd be good for around like 400 or so. And I think there was a 420 stone, but did the 400 stone loaded it once, um, my hands were a mess and I had kind of covered with duct tape and all this other shit and went to pick the, the stone the second time started to slip out of my lap. Uh, and so I just kind of like tried to push it off of me, but it ended up falling and fell on the inside of my heel. Right. Um, and it ended up being just like somewhat like a really bad strain. But then a week later I got a cellulitis infection in my foot and was, um, pretty close to losing my foot no shit so yeah so then you know i was in 2011 um it took me a good year plus to really get back into like training to be competitive so the next year that i, I really actually competed um to compete was 2013 13 yeah, so you took off what about two years almost? Huh? Almost, yeah, like almost a year and a half. I mean, I competed a little bit, but it wasn't wasn't anything really serious. And I just like I could have done, I could have gone to uh, uh, at that point nationals in 2012, but I think I'd done like one contest and just wasn't. It, it was still it wasn't ready for it. And you know, even even now to this day, um, my right right ankle like. I have to actually, I have to work on mobility and whatnot in it because it's still no pain in the ass. Yeah. What do you go to therapy and stuff, or do you just? Uh... Uh, mostly, you know, more stuff on my own. I just, um, it's just, it's no, just a little bit noticeably different from my left. So right. just have to keep on it just to keep it mobile, not cause other issues. Right, right. So it's about what do we say? Twenty fourteen was. Uh when you did the NSA nationals? Yeah. So 2014, um, I think that was in, uh, Dennis in Texas, the nationals that year, 
definitely wasn't happy with where I finished. I expected to do a lot better than I did. Um, mm. It was one of those contests that was kind of like, kind of an eye opener. It just kind of made me rethink a lot of stuff. Um, but came back, figured out some stuff I needed to work on, um, and then. No, that was 13. So 14 actually was, that was in Reno. Right. Reno, yeah, 14. 14 was in Reno. Um, so 13, I thirteen I didn't didn't do that well. Um, and then 14, yeah. Uh, it was kind of one of those contests that I felt good about the events going in, but never expected to finish where I did. Um, I think I finished, I think it was, third overall in the super heavies and I won the 300 pound weight class so then I uh, went to the Arnold in March of 15 and that's where I won my pro card yeah you played second correct yep uh, second overall by half a point and it seems like that's just like that's like set the tone for <laughs> like every, every freaking professional contest I've done since then. So the next contest I did after that was Giant Side Qualifier. Um, I got second I got second place by one point, so missed out on qualifying for a contest. Um, you know, and then the world the last couple of years been either you know, last year was pretty well set to make put myself in the finals, tore my bicep. Uh, this year I competed in Paul at the Arnold South America and you know like basically screw one thing up and it puts me from you know potentially like top three down to seventh place or at Worlds uh, you know for like looking back it kind of came down to uh, the the kettlebell toss I basically just didn't walk back far enough with the second kettlebell and that that you know the having to rethrow that kettlebell alone just that split time I think cost me like three or four points which by the time I got to the last event uh, we know it would have been pretty tough to not be in the you know not be in the top two and have at least a really good fighting shot to make the finals there too right right so uh, 2016 was your uh, first WSM appearance yeah going into it how was I mean how was the whole atmosphere and just meeting everybody uh, that you've seen on TV for years at this point, I imagine. Yeah, so that was a weird summer. I had I had a lot of personal stuff going on, so just life in general is kind of a mess and it's all over the place. Um, and I got I got invited to compete at Giant Side USA. That was in June. Did it. Um, didn't was I was light, lost a bunch of weight. Didn't feel great about it, but went, did pretty well. I think I finished fifth at Giant Side USA, but the four guys in front of me had already qualified for Worlds, so then I ended up getting invited as an alternate. Um, get there, to, you know, got there, and, you know, it's obviously, first year it's overwhelming because you're, you're around all those guys. A lot of guys you've seen compete for so long or just, you know, you see all over the world stage. Right. Um, you're there with them in the mix, and... It was, uh, you know, at that point, I it, I felt like it was still just like kind of like a fluke that I was even there, and I was just happy to be there or whatever. Um, ended up competing. Didn't do awful. I uh, wish I would have done a little bit better. I think I finished fourth in my in my qualifying group, but um, I definitely wasn't in the shape I needed to be in to be competing there. Um, but then 
I also did. Uh, I had a partial tear of my quad on the squat, which was the, I think that was on the second day. So then had a bus pull or truck pull mm. after that with the, with that, which got through that. And then um, had a dumbbell press and load stones with a partially torn quad. So wasn't wasn't really ideal. But you kept on going. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that was one of those things too. That especially in the first year there, um, I was just gonna finish the contest. Like I wasn't, I I could do it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't comfortable. I wasn't able to compete how I wanted to, but I also wasn't going to pull out of the contest and not finish it. Um, and you know, be that guy that gets invited and an alternate and gets to compete and pulls out of the contest with an injury and then you know nobody ever looks at you again for anything right right and to build up your credibility yeah for sure and then uh going into 16 a little little better a little more confident this time around or yeah so uh yeah so 17 so oh sorry i got 17 it was a weird situation too because Worlds Worlds in 2016 was in August, Worlds in 2017 was in May, and since I had had that quad tear, I actually hadn't competed um, since Worlds of 2016, and got got invited to Worlds of 2017 as an alternate again. Um, I definitely felt a lot better. Like I I'd put on a good amount of size, um, strength was good i felt good about the events in general like it's hard to go it world Tournament man's a really hard contest to go into if you don't know that you're competing it's hard it, it is really hard to go into as an alternate because you don't have any idea what events you're going to be doing um you just know all the events um but i kind of felt like if i got you know certain events that they'd be okay or there are some that i didn't really care which one i got you know like I didn't really care if I got the axle or a log or whatever, like some of those. Um, so I felt pretty good about it, but I didn't know if I was competing or not. And actually the night that we got there, um, my girlfriend Chelsea went with me and walked in, walked in the room. We got there kind of late, like 11, I think. And um, they slide your itineraries under your door every night for the next day. And on the itinerary, it had, had me listed in a group in two spots and had um, – the guy that was supposed to be in the group in two other spots. So didn't really know what was going on with that. Show up to a rules meeting the next morning um, and ask Colin. And he's like, he's like, yep, you're, you're in. So <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right, well, I guess we're doing this again. Um, but ended up having, um, I don't remember what the first event was. I think it was a, some kind of loading event, like did okay. But then mm-hmm. the second day of that contest, um, I tied with Nick Best for first place on uh, the squat, the squat, which was kind of yeah. he was kind of redeeming after tearing my quad on it the year before. <laughs> the exact same event. I could imagine. Um, and then uh, won the single fingers that day, so was sitting really good in points. And then uh, the axle was the next day, and um, that's where that's when I tore my bicep. But you know, kind of like. At that point, like I, 
I'd done that in training and hit, you know, five or six reps in a minute. And if I would have got, I think, I think Zajurinus did four. So had I even got like two or three, um, I would have been in first place in my group by a ways. And the next event was a shield carry. So I would have essentially had to pick it up and walk 10 or 20 feet and would have been through the finals. So that was, um, that was tough. Like, I don't think most people realize that there, there just becomes a point in, uh, if you're, if you're competing in something, there becomes a point where being injured is, uh, is way more mentally taxing than it is physically in any way. Like, especially in strong, man, you expect injuries, you expect that sort of stuff to happen. Um, but like at a contest like world strongest man and to realize how close I was to being through the finals. And, um, I was like, I was having a great contest and just, I felt really good and felt good about the events in the finals too. Um, and just like have it ripped away from you in an instant. It was just, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's going to be rough, man. Yeah. Uh, but here in uh, this past event, 2018 World's Strongest Man, which in America and Canada is played on TV. And in the Philippines, you did pretty good in the uh, load and carry. You won that. Yeah. Um, so I, I got invited back again this year as an alternate. Um, <laughs> and so I competed in March at um, – a qualifier contest for the Arnold South America. Uh, I won that contest. And so the Arnold South America ended up being literally a week before the competition started World Strongest Man. It was on Saturday. The competition for World Strongest Man started the Saturday after that. So I had to make a decision whether I wanted to compete in South America and save myself and hopefully get to compete at Worlds or if I wanted to, you know, compete in South America and knowing I compete and then go to Worlds as an alternate. If I, I competed, you know, great. If not, you know, at least I did one of the contests. So I decided to compete in South America. Um, had a pretty good contest there. I basically just, there was a front handle deadlift and that's kind of one of those events that if you don't, practice it and know how to set up and everything else kind of screw yourself and just didn't set up very well um that's the event that kind of put me back a ton of ton of points like had i got i I ended up zeroing it and if i would have got one rep i think like like pretty i think the worst i would have finished in the contest was third um and then flew directly from sao paulo to manila so it was about 30 hours just of flights damn uh, got to Manila, ended up getting this really nasty stomach bug, I'm pretty sure, from food on the flights. Mm-hmm. So spent the first two days in Manila, basically, in a doctor's office trying to figure out what the hell was wrong with me. Um, and then sort of on Friday nights, the competition started on Saturday. I actually was sitting outside the doctor's office. They, they were like, they were walked up there and somebody said, oh, you know, they're in there they're in a meeting right now. So I was sitting there on a couch outside the doctor's office waiting to talk to them to get something else out of my stomach and whatnot. And um, the door opens up. It's a doctor. 
and pretty much the whole production team. And uh, Eric, the producer, walks up to me, and he's like, he's like, I know you're here to see the doctor, uh, but we'll let you know uh, you're in group three, so just uh, make sure you're ready to go tomorrow. So that was that was about ten or eleven hours before before back to the So um, I was just kind of kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, I, like I did not feel good at all, um, but just kind of pushed it aside and went compete. And then once I once we got that like like you know that medley out of the way, that settled a lot of things down and definitely felt felt great to get in that first event and win the event. Um, can't really ask for a better way to start the contest, I guess. But yeah, yeah then that. And the second event was a, a kettlebell toss, and it was a weird setup for us. That we were the, my group was the first group to do it. They had the kettlebell set a long way in front of the bar, so I don't know if you watched it, if you could see how far we had to run forward and run back. Right. Um, right. That's essentially what happened. Is I ran forward, grabbed the second kettlebell, just didn't run far enough back. I just kind of, I was just going too fast, missed it in the front of the bar, had to throw it again, and that. That one little split right there cost me a ton of points. Um, but then, yeah, we did the squat. I think I got third in the squat. Um, Sadrunas and Graham Hicks, which are obviously both incredible squatters. Yeah, fucking beast. time-wise. Um, yeah, overall, I had, had a good contest. It's just, again, like, what's wrong with man now? It isn't what it used to be where... Um, you had you know basically two guys in each group that they were put there because they were pretty much guaranteed to win the group and the other guys were not necessarily just filler but in a way almost just filler you know what i mean right right um and now it's just it top to bottom it's so freaking competitive that just doesn't exist like there was there were several groups that had only a couple points separating people between you know the top five spots um i think uh lawrence's group from first place to fifth place it was like a point and a half difference so you just like you know little mistakes cost way too much um but you know it is what it is it's always a learning experience and you gotta take something away from it and move on and um I, I, you know, the one thing I was actually really disappointed about Worlds was was a log because typically pressing is a good event for me, and I just didn't didn't perform on it. And it's one of those things that just gets to you, and I still think about it all the time, like what in the hell is going on, or what do I need to fix? But that's yeah, uh, Worlds is a fun contest, and you learn you learn a lot about it every year, and it makes it easier to go back every year because you know what to expect um it changed you have a, you have a different mentality about it because it's not a typical contest where you're going to go do five or six events in one day and you're done you do one or two events a day and usually even if you do two events you have some time in between them um so you kind of have to you have to have a different mentality about it and you have to you have to train differently for it too um you have to be able to, you have to be able to go compete one day, 
recover enough to go compete the next day, recover enough to go compete the next day, recover enough to go compete the next day. Even if it is one or two events, that takes a lot out of you. So um, just a, a, a big learning experience. And I just, I really just want to keep going back and improving every year, you know, and after 2017, obviously that was kind of a turning point for me. It was like, okay, like I, like I can make the finals here. I just need to get all my ducks in a row to make sure it happens. And so that's kind of just my goal. That's my goal this year. Um, hoping I get invited back uh, is to make the finals. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to mention here in 2018 in the Philippines, the bus pool, he placed third with uh, yeah. 41.47 seconds. So that's definitely a fan favorite right there, the bus pool. Yeah. And, uh, um, that's the, the bus pool is one of those events that they heard bus pool or truck pool, whatever, that I, I absolutely hate it, but I also I also love it. And I don't you know. There's there's nothing you can do that's physically harder than a heavy like bus or truck full. It's just it takes every single ounce of everything you have just to finish it. Usually. Yeah. Well, I mean. And you know that. You go ahead. No, no. I'm just saying, just watching it on TV, you could tell, you know. So. Yeah. I could only imagine going through it. I mean. Yeah, and that you know even even that it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun because you know you you see it and you know uh, I think we were all fairly close time wise. But then I think I beat Luke Stoltman by like three hundredths of a second or something like that. So it's yeah. just like <laughs> it's, it's just it, yeah, things just shake out how they shake out. But it's always nice when you you know you you finish it and you hear that and it's just like just at least you know a little bit of relief. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean losing the big Z, there's no shame in that, you know. I mean No, the journalist is he he was he was at we were talking about it a little bit actually on the ride back um to the hotel after it and he said, you know, he'll train a bus pool like that, we'll do like three or four in one training session. No shit. And so he's just like he and he's always been a great bus pool. And, and Terry Hollins, it was it was a journalist and Terry um and Terry's he was like he said he hardly ever trains it. He just got like you know athletic background in rugby, and he's just always been a really really good like, bus puller. So right. there's no shame in in getting beat by either of those guys. <laughs> no, I'd imagine not. You know, yeah, Being the greatest of all time. But uh, yeah. So now that you, I mean, since you've been a professional strongman, been the world's strongest and stuff, who are some of the legends that you've looked up through over the years, like Bill Kazmaier, and you've had a chance to meet him, have conversations with him now. Who would be um, the one or two people that stand out in your mind? Kazmaier is definitely one of them. Um, I met him, I think, the first night that I was in Botswana in 2016, uh, and he—he's, you know, he's always around. He's always—he'll always sit down and talk. Um, he always, if you if you ask, he's more than willing to give you advice and help you out. Um, he he wants to he wants to help people and he wants to see the sport grow and he wants to see everyone do as good as they can. So you know he's just a great ambassador for the sport. Um, and it's kind of you know you almost feel <laughs> you, you almost feel a little bit like a fanboy talking to him because 
<laughs> definitely one of those people you've looked up to forever. But um, as many as a lot of those guys, you know, like Zadrunas too. Like I, I compete. Zadrunas has been in my group the last two years, and Zadrunas mm-hmm. has been one of the guys that I've been watching on World Strongest Man pretty much since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it's it's so cool to get a compete to to get to actually compete against those guys and that you know like even just to, you think like like man like you know sit down and have dinner with these guys and it's just it's just like commonplace at this point like how freaking cool that is <laughs> be able to shoot the shit with them and just yeah hang yeah yeah that's, yeah. Like, that's pretty cool I could only imagine but um yeah so you said you're you watched uh, World's Strongest growing up. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was big because you've been in there since, like, 98 was his first competition, I think. Yeah. So that's 20 years right there, so. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Um, where can my uh, subscribers find you on social media? And um, you... I'm most active on Instagram. It's just at bbenzel. All right. Um, I have a website that... I need to do a better job of keeping updates. Just brianbenzel.com. Um, there's like contact and whatnot on there. If you, I do some programming and stuff. So interested in anything like that, um, you get a hold of me on there or you know or on Instagram. Either way, um, I'm on, I have a, an athlete page on Facebook. So you just search for Brian Benzel. Be on there. Sounds good. I appreciate you taking a minute here to come on my show and give us a little insight. And, yeah, I uh, appreciate having me, man. Yeah, for sure. I'd imagine sometime having you come back on here again. Maybe if you uh, go to 2019 or something, you can call in before and yeah. let us know all about that. So uh, yeah, hoping for the best at this point. So I competed at you know, so I had, a, I had a crazy you know five or six weeks. I competed in Sao Paulo, competed at World, then three weeks later competed at Giants Live USA outside Indianapolis. Um, and again, you know, like story of my professional career at this point that I, the top three are guaranteed a spot at World 2019. I ended up in fourth place by a hundredth of a second on stones. Oh, so. man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, there's a good chance I'll get invited back in 2019, but just nothing guaranteed right now. Sure, sure. But from uh, previous times, it looks like it'd be all right. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I think. I think I think that at least you know the people the people who make decisions at least know my name at this point. So yeah, I think I think I think I've um, I think I proved I I definitely proved that I'm I'm deserving to be there and that I you know I'm capable of going and competing at that level and putting on a good show. So absolutely, man. I wish you the best of luck and all your. Uh future competitions and hopefully we'll see you back at World's Strongest and everything else going on, man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Talk to you later, bro. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.